Hey there, hi there, ho there. Welcome to Generation Tech. I'm Todd Brinker. I am joined by my dad, Jack. How are you today? As Doing the elder very generation. Good, Todd. How are you? Yeah. Had a good weekend watching football. I did so, too. And there were some good games this weekend. Yeah. Overtimes, you know, to decide two of them. Yeah, no, there was some, some excellent games. There was one particularly frustrating game for me as a Packer fan. I'm sure you oh, understand. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know what? Honestly, I had actually told a couple people prior. I said, you know, I just get a feeling we're not going to win this game. That we're, we're not going to look right initially. Um, last year, we lost our first game badly, too. And, and then huh. we bounced back. And I just... I just didn't think the stars were aligned quite right. You know, I don't think that the, the rookie receivers were the, two of our starting front linemen, both of our, our right and our left tackle were not starting. Um, um, presumably our number one receiver wasn't starting. Um, yeah. So, so I just, you know, didn't feel like the Packers had their mojo going, but there were some, some really good games. I mean, um, I, I got a relative who I know was just probably coming out of his chair, happy with the, oh, with yeah. the Pittsburgh game. Um, <laughs> It was one of the overtime games. Yeah. And, and in fact, the Bengals should have had it, but they yeah. didn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they just did. Honestly, there's some questionable calls in that one, too, though. Um, yeah. You know, there was a what what was looked like clearly a touchdown and they didn't call it. But then they didn't go back and uh, review it. And well, the, yeah. And the, the coach didn't throw the flag. He had the flag. He hadn't he hadn't used it. So he could have thrown the flag and said, you know, no, go back and. uh and review that, and well, it was do clear it. to Brian. Yeah, I'll tell you that it was clear to Brian. Absolutely, mm. <laughs> I'm sure. Clearly, not in the end zone, but I think it was a bad call. But um, but either way, well, you know, I mean, that's that's why you play the game, right? And right. part part of the game is that you have human beings, the referees, making their best call, and that's just part of the game. Yep. You know, and so you can't get upset about a call because, you know, they're doing their best and sometimes it doesn't go in your favor. Well, we couldn't watch the, the Packer game here, so yeah. but we, we had several games that we got to watch. I tell you and, what, I, I was pulling for your team. I was pulling for Charlotte and I was kind of yeah. bummed that they didn't pull it out. I thought that was a good game. Yeah, it was. So, uh, but they did the usual uh <laughs> Panthers thing, you know, they managed to throw, give it to the other guys. Yeah, well, you know, it was, it was, um, you know, it was, it was still a good game, and uh, yep. you know, that's the thing. I think across the league, there was a lot of good games, a lot of parity. I think it, tonight's going to be an interesting game with um, Seattle. So, uh, you know, with Seattle and Denver, because uh, uh, yeah, know, well, Denver's got the lost their quarterback, so right, and he's coming back home to Seattle in his very first game. So yeah. So it'll be interesting. It was sort of like what happened with um, uh, your quarterback, except that he didn't go to uh, Cleveland. They came to him. Yep. You know, but uh, did you see any of the Chicago game? Chicago? I don't think so, no. Oh, well, you know, there's some historic games in the NFL, right? You know, the 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 uh, some famous games on the frozen tundra there in Green Bay, right? The ice bowl and things like that. Yeah. Um, this should have been called the flood bowl or something. I mean, it was pouring at the end. Really? You know, at one point in the game, I fact, maybe it was right at the end. Uh, Chicago players ran down and basically did like a slip and slide into the end zone and water flying all over the place. I mean, it was just, it was hilarious. Was it played in San Francisco? Is that why? No, it was played in Chicago and they got dumped on. 
Oh, I thought maybe that hurricane or whatever it was that came up and got you guys earlier in the week just moved on. Uh, that was dri- that was drizzles compared to this rain. This rain oh. was torrential. We basically got like a consistent drizzle for twelve hours. By the um, way. And I, and I will that. say that uh, that the water, when I get a lot of rain, water collects up and, and floods my uh, comes running across my driveway. There was not enough water over the course of twelve hours to to run across my driveway. Oh no! Less really? than a half inch of water in twelve hours of drizzling. So uh, it was uh, the, the West Coast air quotes here. Hurricane was nothing. <laughs> huh. okay. At least where I live. I mean, there may have been other places where they got more rain, but where I live, there was just it was inconsequential it was nice because it cooled things off but it was yeah. unfortunate because it kicked the humidity way up so uh-huh you yeah. know six of one half dozen of the other so anyway you were saying i lost my train of thought oh, okay i've been trying to sit here and say what was i going to say yeah <laughs> but the chicago said, chicago said, why don't you say it <laughs> yeah yeah say it come on cough it out i you know well i didn't let you speak when you were ready to but the uh you know but chicago was just it was torrential that that game, you just watched it, and you were like, "Oh, either those guys are are thrilled because they're winning, or they're miserable because that weather is horrible." <laughs> you know, uh-huh. it's one of those where you're like, "I'm not sure I'd well, want to be a, out it there." Was a, it was a close game. How did it actually end? The Eagles so uh, Chicago won. Oh wait a minute, I'm looking at the wrong one. Chicago Bears played in the 49ers. 19 points. Yeah, yeah. 10 to ten. They were not expected to win, and they won. Oh, I know. I was just going to say that Heidi went to her first uh, NFL game, she said. I saw so pictures of that. She was posted on the yeah, Commanders. The Washington Commanders. She was at her first NFL game, and she sent well, us some pictures from her they'll seats. They'll always be Redskins to me. I, but, I was a big fan when Jorgensen yeah. was their quarterback. I'm wondering if San Francisco, because their basketball team is called the Warriors, blocked them. But it seems to me like Washington Warriors was the perfect name. Yeah. For them. You know, they they should have gone. I mean, if they were going to rename themselves, Commanders makes, I mean, I guess because the Pentagon's there. But, no, Washington Warriors, come on. It, yeah. it, it's it got that alliteration. It sounds right. Yeah. You know, anyway. But I would guess that, that there was fuss between the NBA and the NFL. You know, but it's not like we don't have, you know, Cardinals on both mm-hmm. sides, you know. And Giants right. on both sides, you know, San Francisco and and New York both have the Giants. Uh, now they were yeah, all in the same city. War, you want a you want a military sound, right? I mean, you go at them, right? Yeah, well, like, arguably, Commander is a military sounding thing, right? But it just yeah. doesn't, you know. If you were the Colorado Commanders, or you know, the right, <laughs> but, but the <laughs> but the Washington Commanders doesn't roll off the tongue like Washington Warriors does. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm sure there were those that were going to go say, well, if you go warriors, that's essentially saying the same thing, right? Because warrior is what the, uh, the, uh, you know, is, is a term that has been used for, you know, Native American, uh, men at one point in time. So I don't know, you know, it was, uh, the whole thing was a lot of hypersensitivity and, uh, yeah. um, but you know, I mean, is what it is. People want to yeah. be called what they want to be called and, you know, that's life. Yep. So. Um, anyway, we'll see how long it lasts. Yeah. Yeah, I, I suspect most people are going to shrug and go, I don't really care. <laughs> you know, you you get used <laughs> to it. You know, it's like you want to call yourselves commanders, fine. You know. Yeah. You know, I mean, 
we got a college like, out here like that they're the they're Tennessee Titans. That's my Ti- Titans is good. Yeah, yeah. Now that's a good good school name or a good team name. There's a uh, uh, school out on the West Coast that is the Banana Slugs, and the student body voted on it because they. And I'm sure it was there was a movement afoot just because banana said, fudge, B- banana slugs, because what? that it's the there's a uh, banana slugs are prevalent in their area. It's a big yellow slug. And they named themselves Slug. the Banana oh. Slugs because they thought it was funny. I'm sure. I'm sure most <laughs> of the, most of the athletes at the school didn't want that because they're the ones who have to go out and be the Banana Slugs, you know. But the rest <laughs> of the student body, somebody coordinated that. I'm sure. And oh, so, yeah. you know, go Banana Slugs. Um, that's uh, on the coast up north. Where is that? Um, well, as a kid, I was I went to a high school of pirates. We thought that was cool. Pirates, yeah. I was the Yellow Jackets. We were named after a bug. <laughs> yeah, but you got a stinger. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we had a tough-looking bug that we had drawn. Yeah. But, yeah, it was still a bug. So so let's talk some tech stuff. You found something interesting, a Bluetooth mouthpiece that basically looks like a, uh, a sort of an extended version of a hard metal face mask, but it doesn't cover your nose. It just covers your mouth. And essentially, it does a reverse of the uh, sound blocking technology that headphones use so that you can talk into this thing and nobody can hear you. You yeah, could also just uh, keep your mouth shut and save the money, right? I, I, I thought that's such high tech, I'd had to put that in there. Yeah. <laughs> the Mute Talk uh, muffles wearer speech by 20, minus 20 decibels or as much as 30 minus decibels uh, or for louder noises. According to Shiftall, the people sitting next to the wearer won't be able to hear what you're saying. And yes, the cushion that you uh, uh, bit that's, that kind of pushes up against your face is washable. Well, it, it's basically I, I, a, a I microphone as well. Thought, well, instant failure just because out in public, no one's going to put that thing on their mouth. Well, you know, we, we, we've been walking around with masks on our face long enough. This doesn't look that much different. I think most people, if you saw this in the wild, most people yeah. would think, oh, that's some sort of mask or filter system. They wouldn't realize that it's there to block well, it. The- would- it would have to go over your nose. Then, well, that's right? that's the thing is, is they should yeah they should have made it look like it goes over your nose so that they could hide the fact that it's it's uh, not a, a face mask but instead a uh, uh, you know a sound blocking thing. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's when when the option is spend several hundred dollars to get this thing that mutes your voice or don't speak for free. Yeah, you know. Now they show it when people are like making a phone call or playing a video game, or you know, and the, and you want to hide what you're saying, and it it's a Bluetooth microphone, um, you know, text. Yeah. If you don't want people to hear you, text. That's what it's for. <laughs> yeah. Well, if if I see it in every marketplace for, uh, uh, you know, as, when you go out, of course I don't go out much anymore. But anyway, if when it. That's the way to tell if it's going to be successful. People will put it in their stores. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have a feeling there's not going to be a huge rush for these things. Um, so. It's an interesting idea of using the, the uh, you know, sound blank, uh, blocking technology instead of in, in headphones. Use it, you know, in a, in a microphone case, basically. Um, but... Uh, yeah. Well, I think what, you know, what what's 
you're going to find is there's going to be really limited utility because what we don't realize is while the, the, a large chunk of the sound that we make when we speak comes out of our mouth, a large uh-huh. por- portion of it also radiates from our neck and our throat. And, right. and it's not blocking that, you know? No. So. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just uh, said, oh, we'll have to talk about that. Yeah. Sounds, sounds yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is funny looking, uh, and it is funny. Well, and the thing looks like it sticks out three inches from your face too, so it's well, not that, like that, that seemed unnecessary. Didn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It 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 just seems unnecessarily bulky. It should have been, you know, I, I want it to be more like a Darth Vader mask, right? Yeah, yeah. You could make flat up against my face a little bit more, where you could choose several different looks, right? Mm-hmm. Then people could be like a gorilla mouth or whatever, you know, take the main animals that have certain mouth shapes and, and uh, make different ones, you know? Yeah. That, so that it would probably sell. Mac Daily News is announcing that Apple has released iOS 16 and Apple Watch uh, OS 9. So it should be available for download now. Right now, huh? No, no! Ha, ha, ha. Well, I'm not going to try it on my iPad, but I might just on my phone. Here. Yeah, right now, while we're talking, yeah, why don't you do an update and see, what, <laughs> see how that goes. Software updates, checking. Yeah, you want to hear me say, don't push that button. So That's right. <laughs> hey, so here's a tip. Here's a trick if anybody was interested. If you are a member of, if you'd signed up for the Apple public beta yesterday yeah. evening, they pushed out the final version of iOS and I've, I've uh, uh, I watch or watch OS uh, yesterday, and and if you do that, and then you go into your settings and you remove the um, you remove the uh, oh shoot, what's it called? The profile, so that you then remove yourself uh, from the from the beta program, then your phone and your watch will automatically update to the next release of the actual final release of the software. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. So I know that I'm on the, already on the final release of the software because they released the new software and my phone says, no, you don't need any updates. You already have the final release. So you got it a day early if you were uh, part of the beta program. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, the other thing I noticed is on my, on my phone, when I first brought it up, it says I had an update to 15.7. So it must not have had the latest one. And then I flipped it up just a little bit more and says iOS 16 available. <laughs> yeah. So you, you had missed the last update, which I, I believe so. was one that was one of those urgent ones where they said that it was fixing a problem that was um, in the wild, a security wow. issue. Uh, do you not have your phone set to automatically update? Yeah. Huh. I wonder why it didn't install 15.7. I don't know. So anyway, it's... Uh, hmm. It's apparently doing 16 right now. It says about 36 minutes remaining. So yeah. anyway, at some point I'll get we'll to play see, with it. We'll see if it gets <laughs> all the way through. Huh? Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Apparently the iOS 15.7 update came out right after the iPhone uh, 14 event last Wednesday. So. So okay. it's only been out for a few days. The the other thing that I sent to you after that that says iOS 16 launches today is one of those uh, almost infinite length documents so that after that there are several other 
uh, things that are mm-hmm. we can talk about. Okay. Uh, so, so iOS 16 has launched. It is available to people who have an iPhone 8 or newer. If you have an iPhone 7 or older, then you cannot update to this latest version. So 15.7 would be then the highest level you can go to. Uh, okay. So that's an FYI for people. The iPad OS has not been released, and uh, rumor has it that that will probably be sometime next month uh, to be simultaneous with the release of some new iPads. Oh, uh, it's not coming out with the other one. I right. Maybe it would. In the past, iPad OS seemed to be released pretty much lockstep with iPhone OS, but it is not the case. Yeah. And in fact, what they're suspecting is is that the next event, which they, they think will be sometime in October, they will uh, release not only some new iPads, but also a couple new Macs, and that then you will get the um, both Mac OS and iPad OS updates, which currently are not available. So you got to wait for those. Okay. So... Um, so one of the things that's coming in iOS 16 is the ability to edit and unsend messages. So that's a good one. Yeah. So when you type something and, and auto correct screws it up for you, which seems to happen pretty regularly for me, um, which I'm not blaming autocorrect because if you turn autocorrect off, you find out that you type terribly. It's just, it very often picks the, I mean, I, at least a couple times a week, it picks the wrong word for me. And yeah. so I send something that, you know, it's, it's. Well, clearly... that's the biggest thing is I spend, I often send uh, follow on messages with corrections. to the Right. Edits. Yeah. Well, now you'll be able to just go in and edit it. And go fix it. Right. Yeah. I, very, very often what I've seen too is, uh, you know, the, the errors that I get are like, I type the word in and it thinks I wanted the word on. Um, and so, mm-hmm. you know, it's because the I and the O are right next to each other on the keyboard, that kind of thing. Um, it's very often that kind of error where it's just, you know, one letter is different because the letters are adjacent and it, it I, I thought mm-hmm. I typed one and it, it gave me the other, um, you know, cause I was probably right between them, you know, and it happens on the phone a lot. doesn't happen nearly as much when I'm typing from a keyboard, um, you know, a, a real keyboard like on my Mac or on my iPad. Um, well, what, the always-on feature is something you have to buy a phone to get. Right. In fact, you can only get it with the, uh, with the uh, Pro. 14 Pros. Yeah, the regular 14s will not have the always-on screens. Um, but you do pick up, regardless of them, you pick up a lock screen that now has uh, customizable widgets on it. So you'll be able to put, like, uh, on mine, uh, I've got... The current weather, um, uh, the air quality index, and the um, the uh, there's like a burn index for like if you need to put on you know sunscreen because I live yeah. in a very bright sunny area, and so mm-hmm. those are there as well as the date and the time. And then I actually have a dynamic background which is like some clouds right now because it's cloudy outside. If it's sunny outside, my background will show the sun shining. Um, you know, so it, it, and it animates like yesterday when it was raining, I would see raindrops falling on my screen 
And so it's kind of drops keep falling on my head. Oops, yeah. Oops, that's my screen. <laughs> on on my phone. So um <laughs> so you know, I mean, there's some some kind of cool things with that uh with the customizable screen. Re- going back to the messages, what I don't know yet and I and it'll be interesting to see how this works out is so so say we go back to edit a message. Can I go back and edit a message that I sent yesterday or does it have to be within a certain amount of time? Or, how, you know, what are the limits? Do I have to edit it before it's been opened by somebody on the other end? If, if they've opened it, then I can't change it? Or if it's open right now, will it change and update them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, or if I open it, does it then notify, if I change it, then do they get notified, hey, the, the message you read a minute ago has been changed so that you can yeah. go back and look at it. I mean, all of those are valid ways to handle it. I just don't know which one they've picked because I haven't done anything with it. So, yeah. you know. Anyway, and you can do an yeah. unused send tool to prevent it from being read and hopefully look less chaotic to your friends and family. Ah, right. So you can have it just pulled back completely if you want. Yeah. It shows here a screenshot, too. It says delivered.edited. So, it, you know, if so, so the person who gets it will at least know that, hey, uh, it was edited. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, or you can just pull it back completely if you exit it. You know, we've all done the thing, too, where you go to type in the t- uh, a quick response and you hit send and then realize that you were on the wrong account and you sent it to the wrong person. So the wrong, uh, pers- the wrong yeah. person gets, okay, see you in a minute, you know, or could yeah. you get could you get some paper towels, too? And and the other person, you know, the person is not the person you meant to send it to, and they're going like, "What? What? Why <laughs> What's would that I? all about?" Yeah, and and we all kind of know, you know, you just kind of go, "Okay, well, that's yeah. obviously not for me." Um, but um, you know, now that you can pull those back, as long as that's simple and easy, right? Yep. You know, well, like it'll I don't be know one of the above that you mentioned. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> what? One of them. More. We'll figure. No. We'll figure it. Or or maybe more. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, they're not necessarily mutually exclusive. But what I'm saying is, is you know, you and I will probably sit down and figure it out. Some people will, but someone like like uh, you know, your wife, my mom, is she going to figure it out? My wife, is she going to figure it out? Is it obvious and easy how to pull it back or how to correct it, or do you have to learn a, a process? Yeah. You know, because I mean. My mom does not like texting very much, you know. I I have sent things like, you know, I've I've sent variety of texts to her, and I noticed she did it again this week on one of the family group texts, where her her what she types in is the words "thank you," even when the when a thank you response, while polite, is not really answering the question or or didn't seem right for the situation. Well, but that, she she types in what? "thank you" just to acknowledge that she got it, I guess. No, no. What what that usually means is she's not by her phone. She's got it on her watch. Ah, she responds from there. Gotcha. You know, there's a, there are fixed things like yes, no. Right. Uh, okay. That know, makes more that sense. Kind of so she she's responding from her watch. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah, I I do that too. And sometimes there's no really appropriate response, but I usually want to send something, so I pick whatever's the best. You know, you can tap the microphone and just say what you want to send, and it'll then send it. Was oh, that right? Yeah. I did what microphone? On the on the on the watch, one of the responses in the message app, one of the op actions in addition to the canned responses, there's a little microphone icon. You just tap that and then you can say what it is you want to say. Hmm. I'll get back to you in a few minutes, thanks, Bob. You know, or whatever. Instead oh. of 
Oh, does it send a voice message? No. It transcribes it, and it does it very well. Oh. Okay, I'll look for the microphone. I never even noticed it. Yeah. So let's do a test. Send me a text right now, and I'll answer it on my watch. Send you a text. Uh, no, an iMessage. Just, yeah, I know. Just a minute here. <laughs> That's go. why I had to clarify. Not a text. An iMessage. Okay. To T-O-D-D. And then I'll say something here kind of secretive. Let's see. Uh-huh. See how there I respond. There we go. Uh... Dum, dum, okay. Alright, I got doo doo. Now let's go here. Yeah, you see it? It has so it's delivered quietly. Uh that's probably because I have silent stuff on, so um and I do not see it. Hold on a second. I can say notify anyway. I'll try that, see if it works. It made a big on my end, like it was hollering at you. <laughs> okay, I got it, and you still have it silenced, but it yes, it. yes, it is. Wait a minute, something popped up. Yes, yes, it is. It. Okay, <laughs> I haven't seen a response yet. Oh, yes, yes, it is. It's that not was popped up. Yes, yes, it is. Okay, gotcha. That was, uh, and that was me. You heard me say it. I was saying it right into the microphone on my watch. Right. So, bottom right hand corner is where that uh, that that little uh, microphone icon is. So instead of picking a canned response, you can you it's can a picture of a microphone, or it's just a drawn. One. Well, it's not. What's the difference between a picture of a microphone and a drawn one? It's an icon, icon of a microphone in the bottom right-hand corner. Okay, well, I don't have my watch on right now. Well, shame on you. You should put that on the second you get up so that you can track every aspect of your life. I forgot to put it on when I went out this morning, and I says, darn, as soon as I'm driving away from the house. and uh, That so, way the man can track you and know exactly where you are at all times. Yeah. So hold, hold on just a minute. I'm going to... Lay down my headset and get grab it. Whoa! Just Careful! Just about pulled it off the table. Careful! Don't hurt yourself. Yeah. Don't hurt okay. your gear. In that order. <laughs> All right. Well, this is fantastic podcasting. Um, but uh, you know, you got to have your watch on, man. You know, it's interesting, too. One of the things that I have seen is that a lot of people, especially younger kids, if they have a health thing they have to track, they're getting them phones. Uh, you can get them an iWatch SE or an Apple Watch SE and uh, and do a family um, setup of that if as long as the, I, uh, the Apple Watch has the cellular connection. And so I think that for a lot of people, that might be the smarter way to uh, wa- take care of your kid or watch your kid. So... Okay, let's see. If I went into uh, uh, if I went into the app now, I guess I could pick up these messages, huh? Yeah. I went into my J K. That's there's messages, and there it is. Uh, 
Is this the okie dokie? Here, I'll send you another one. Huh? Viewing all messages, it says here. Here, I'll send you another one. Uh, huh. I don't see that one on my watch. Well, you just read it. <laughs> I read one that said okie dokie was the last thing on it. Well, that wasn't for me. That was from uh, oh, okie dokie was when? when was, oh, that was from yesterday, when you were telling me about uh, the late start today. Yeah, I, I don't see. I just sent yeah. you one that says here. I'll send you another one. I I, I know, but I, it should be at the top of the list, right? The latest one. Or bottom oh, of here the we list. go. Bizarre Bluetooth. It says mouthpiece mutes speech in public places. That's delivered. one you sent. Keep scrolling. After that's iOS 16 launches today. Hmm. Do I have to see it? Give me a whole bunch of response to that message, and then I got to hang up and say go back, and then it says. I don't know. I don't know. This is a. It's, well. Yeah, it's, you're it's sitting not giving down. me all of them. I, I I have a way to respond to each one of them. Then I gotta get out, and it brings up. Well, when you get out, then there's a list of messages. You can respond to any of them if you want. But if you scroll to the bottom of the list, you should be able to get to the most recent one, well, which I'm, is one. Yeah, that I'm says, looking. I'm looking at these responses, and I'm trying to find that icon you told me about. So, I, when when you tap on it to respond, it gives you a little area at the bottom to type into, and when you tap on that, then you can get the microphone or or. Uh, icons or whatever else okay right right now i've got thank you thanks okay oh now it says can i help you oh it listened to me right there i then it went away i don't know what's going on i i don't know okay so tap on one of the pieces of text that i sent tap on the one that says here i'll send oh, you i i i snap i tapped on details and it says, Todd Brinker, contact, message, work, address, account. This is weird. Oh, it, this is your actual contact information. Yeah, okay. I, don't, I don't know what mode you've gotten into, but this is not making for great podcasting. Why don't we deal with it later? Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, it's not. That's pretty weird. So, okay. so we yeah, can uh, send and unsend messages. How that works uh, on the phone, I don't know. And even more interesting, how will that work on the watch, right? Because you can send messages on the watch. So can I also unsend or edit messages on a watch? I don't know. Time will tell. They didn't promise that, did they? No. Um, I talked about the customizable lock screen. And, you know, when I saw that in the beta, that's when I, I was absolutely certain that they were going to uh, have a, a phone that had, an, uh, if not an always on screen, at least a screen that blacked out and left the widgets on there so that you could see them. So if not, the whole screen was on there. Turns out that the whole screen will be on there. They'll just dim the screen. So, um, so you'll get like a very dimmed out version of it with the widgets at the top. So that when your f watch is just sitting there or your phone is just sitting there, you'll be able to see what, you know, 
what's going on. Now, that is only on the Pro screens because they're the ones that have the variable refresh rate screens. So the iPhone 14 Pro and Pro Max will have a screen that can step all the way down to uh, one hertz. So once a second, it can update, and that saves a lot of energy on the phone. Or it can crank all the way up to 120 hertz uh, for for ultra-fast refresh, which is double the, the 60 hertz that's on the normal phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, by, by the way, I figured out one thing that makes it look weird, and that is that you know on the iPad, I get both sides of the conversation. The stuff that I sent is there. Right. On the watch, it doesn't. It just has what I sent to you. Okay, I don't know what you're looking at because I was looking at my watch and I was getting both. Anyway, I, I didn't realize the watch doesn't give you both sides of the, con- of the texting conversation. You did not hear what I just said. I look at my watch and I can scroll up and see my conversation and your conversation. I see exactly a miniature version of exactly the same thing. Well, I sure didn't. So somehow you're in a mode that I don't understand. And again... Probably not the best thing to troubleshoot while we're doing a podcast, but right, but, yeah, but it, oh. it's yeah, okay. Well, uh, you want to go back to the uh, uh, that uh, list go. of yeah, articles iOS, and iOS sixteen things. So yeah. not- notifications and live activities. Um, Sometimes notifications can cover up your lock screen's photo. So iOS sixteen moves notifications to the bottom of your display. Uh, as you receive them, instead of being compiled into a list, they appear like a vertical carousel. Um, I actually like this, and in fact, I like this trend with i uh, with iOS, in that um, you know, as the screens have gotten larger, that they're now starting to put more things at the bottom. Like I like the fact that the the forward and backward buttons on Safari are at the bottom. But I wish they would do that with everything that you have forward and backward buttons, because it's frustrating to to you know use the bottom for Safari and then switch to the music app. And I have to reach back up to the top to go forward and backward. Why isn't it at the bottom too? If you're going to make that kind of a change, do it systemically. Um, but they haven't done that yet. So um, that's a little irritating, a little irritating, but the idea of the messages being at the bottom so that you can scroll through them and stuff without unlocking your phone is great. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they're, saying that they're skipping captures by using private access tokens. Um, I've not experienced this, so I don't know exactly how it's going to work. You know, some websites have those dumb captcha things at the bottom where they're saying, you know. Yeah, that's supposed to keep you from, uh, uh, you know. Uh, it's proving you're a human. Somebody. Yeah, it proves you're a human being and not somebody's just, yeah. you know, messing with their website. I, I hate those things because oftentimes I I miss one or the other because I can't tell. It's not clear. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess maybe it's my yeah. Well, the ones eyeballs. the ones where you like pick the photos that have a motorcycle in them or something are easier to do for me than the ones that like have really weird distorted letters. They yeah. put weird distorted letters up there, and I like I don't know. Could be a P, could be a Q. It's hard to say. You know, might be yep. a G, uh, you know, is that a T, an I, or a lowercase L? I, I don't know. Um, and and so I mess up on those distorted letter ones a lot. Supposedly, this is going to make that go away. We'll see. I suspect that it has more to do with the person who's coded the web page than Apple, but at least it's an alternative, which is also part of the whole process of going to pass keys instead of passwords. And boy, that can't happen fast enough. Um, oh, yeah. 
You know, if uh, if websites go to that and we don't have to deal with passwords anymore, that's that's one of those things that I want to look back in history and go, can you imagine we used to keep lists of hundreds of passwords for every website we've yeah. ever been to? <laughs> How stupid was that? You know, we've got a computer right here and yet we were keeping all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You or know. getting yourself locked out of a site you really want to be into. Right. You know? And they're like, oh, no, no, no. We, we built into the browser a thing that would manage all of those. And then you forget the password to that, and now you can't get into anything. Yep. You know? I can't tell you. I have had multiple times where I've had uh, Safari make a, you know, a really good password for me. And then it, for whatever reason, doesn't save it. So the next time I go in, it goes, well, I don't know what your password is. I'm like, hmm. Crap. You know, well, now well, I've got to go back and change my password again, you know. And well, the it, other thing is, you know, they, they make really complicated passwords, but a lot of sites have decided that they're not going to allow you to have certain types of Right, you can't use these characters and, or those and characters. they're in right. the Apple password, so you couldn't use it if you wanted to. Right. Last night, I was signing on to a website that helps track my bowling league. And it said that you have to – here's the requirements. You have to have a number and a non-letter or number character. Okay? So Apple made a web uh, a password that works perfect for it, right? It was like six characters and a number and a hyphen and six, character, six characters that were mixed numbers and letters and, mm-hmm. uh, and a hyphen and six more characters and numbers. Uh, so it was 20, exactly 20, and it had to be between seven and 20 characters. So it was exactly 20. It had two hyphens, which are non-letter characters, or, or non-number or letter characters, and it had several numbers in it. Wouldn't work. Kept saying it, does, it won't accept it, that that didn't meet the requirements. It kept repeating the requirements to me. I hmm. finally went in and edited out the hyphens and put in a different uh, non-letter character, and then it worked. It didn't like hyphens. Hmm. So it says non-letter characters, except for the ones that, we're, that we won't take, and we're not going to tell you which ones those are. <laughs> you know, stupid, stupid stuff. I can't wait till passwords are gone. Yep. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah. So um, Apple Pay Later. This is a weird thing. Apparently, Apple is going to front people money, and you can split it into four payments. And yep. it's not. And this is separate from the Apple credit card. And and it's done by Apple. It's not done by their their banking partner, Goldman Sachs. And you can split things into four payments. Yeah, yeah, hmm. and no fees or anything. So it's it's like why why don't you just make it automatic? <laughs> yeah, I I just I'm not quite sure. I mean, I'll always opt to pay on time if it doesn't cost me any money. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I I just I, don't know what the the um, you know what the benefit is for Apple here. Are they trying to help people establish credit and and then over time they'll offer them an Apple card if they do this well? I I don't know. I, I you know I'm not quite sure what the what the deal is, but it's interesting. Well, I I I'm a little leery of all of these payment plans. I I hate Amazon. Because I have three or four different ways to pay them, and one of them I can't get rid of, but they keep charging me for it. It's <laughs> it's ridiculous. Charging you for it? Yeah. Or you mean ten ten dollars a month? They charge you ten dollars a month for a payment to, to use, I guess, a credit card. And I I think at some point in time, it, I must have had a dot 
uh, on a response selected that gave me this payment type of payment. Huh. But I can't get rid of it. Wow. It's ridiculous. I, I, They've been yeah. charging me ten dollars a month for the last two years. I yeah, I would really get I mean that's that's two hundred and forty dollars. I you would bet. get I would get on the on that and, and I I'm ready to move to Walmart, by the way. I saw a side by side comparison. Mm-hmm. Walmart offers some advantages. Uh, I I'm not prepared right now to tell you what they all are. Right. But I thought that number one is since their storage place are their stores. So their stores are actually going to get bigger. Yeah. And yeah, they warehouse locally in their stores. That's yeah, and so they're they're faster, and I live fairly close to a Walmart. You know. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean that that store is going to have everything. You probably live they, fairly close to an Amazon distribution center too, whether you know it or not. <laughs> oh, I am. Yeah. Yeah, they're all over the place. Yep. Um, but but anyway, the war is on now. Yeah. Yeah, and, but uh, I mean, I would definitely try. You, you, it's Amazon makes it difficult to get to a human, but you can get to customer service, and I would be all over that. That's ridiculous. Yep. You know that needs to be shut off, and there may be a way to do it from their account screen. But if if you can't get from their account screen, then get to a human being and say shut this off or or, or close my account. Those are your options, and they'll they'll figure out how to yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how I got it even. I didn't yeah. know I had it for a long time, except that I would see this payment come up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. Visual lookups, tap and drag for photos. So. Analyzers of photos can mm-hmm. identify things. Uh, I So, I've done that. In fact, uh, I've tried to identify plants and and landmarks and stuff, and, mm-hmm. and that works pretty good. So, uh, analyze your photos can identify objects like plants, landmarks, and pets. So that then you can do a search for what? Now that's not pets. It's actually uh, pet types. It says Breeds. pets. Landmarks Breeds and pets. Be a word. Right. That's probably more accurate. Say you know, search for poodles. Search for for dachshunds. Search for, uh, uh, you know, a uh, sunflower, and and it should be able to find you those things because it's yeah. It even using... finds invitation ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you assume it's it's now got certain patterns that it's looking for. You know, it's using an AI to yep. help find that stuff. And again, with Apple, all of that that um, smarts is basically happening on your phone. So it's not a server-based thing. They're using their your phone to go through your database and find stuff in the background so that so that, that makes that available, which is, you know, Apple's just fundamental difference between how they handle things and um and how I, I think Google in the background it. for all your photos, it stores a little codes along with them. Oh sure, once it and it, those codes then are easily searchable. Yeah, I mean initially it goes back through your database of photos and it goes in and adds this stuff into the uh, into the uh, data attached to the photo. But in it, at new photos, as you take the photo, it's going to scan it and say, "Hey, I recognize a dachshund standing next to a uh, you know a sunflower, right? You know." By the Sears Tower, and so it'll know the you know know these landmarks and know 
know that stuff. And so, and that's just embedded then into the um, into the uh, photo itself, and that's how they do that search. You know, but uh, I, the point I was making is just they're different than than Google. And that Google, you take the photo and it all flies up to the cloud, and they do everything there. And uh, Apple says, no, we'll do it on the phone. We'll do it on our devices. We'll use, you know, there's enough downtime of the CPU to be able to do that kind of stuff locally. And that way, then, we're not responsible for having any of that information. Mm -hmm. So just a different philosophy as to how and where. It is pretty amazing, though, that they have the option of doing that because there's enough power in the computing systems on the phones now that they can do that kind of stuff on the phones. Oh, yeah. You know? One of the thoughts that I had is that in a family, we all don't need smartphones. In fact, I was kind of thinking that, well, of course I do. I'm the one who needs the smartphone. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, says he know, who would be the one who has the phone, but right. Yeah, but as far as your mother goes, you know, if she just had a phone that rang and worked, she'd well, be happy. Honestly, I think Apple's solution to that is get a cellular-enabled watch. Yeah, probably. Well, she has a cellular-enabled watch, and that'll probably take care of it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, that's how she's answering texts, as we described earlier. So. Yep. <laughs> but, you know, you, you know it, it, there's a learning curve because its operating system is a little different. But once you figure it out, um, you know, that might be the way to go. I know that they they've have pushed, like, using a, a cellular-enabled watch SE, the, the inexpensive one. Mm-hmm. For uh, kids now, they're saying, hey, you know, don't get your kid a phone when they're little, you know, or if you have an aversion to a phone, but you still want to be able to reach them or know where they're at. Or if they have a monitoring app for a health I- issue, you can very often do that directly from the watch now. Yeah, the greater li- likelihood is that they'll have the watch with them and the phone. And that's the, the point. Is, lay down. Exactly. And that's sort of the point is get them a watch because, A, it's going to be on their wrist more li- more likely than not. Um, and it's less distracting to, than the phone. So it's, you know, to, you know, give your child an opportunity to grow up without necessarily having their nose on a screen all the time. Yeah. I was, I was thinking in Haley's case, unless they have diabetes. Well, that's what I'm saying is that there are health monitoring apps like the, the, the blood sugar tracking apps and stuff that will run on the watch. And so, you know, and Apple is working to support a lot of those companies that make those kind of apps so that they can be independent of the phone for that very right. reason. Because that way then the kid has it with them all the time as opposed yeah. to they might have sat down there. You know, if you're out, out of Bluetooth range, if you leave your phone sitting in the classroom when you go out on the playground and then you right. have a, a blood sugar incident, you know, nobody gets notified because the phone's too far away. Yep. Now – I realize that in today's world, it's laughable that the child would walk off and leave their phone somewhere because they've all got their nose in their phone all the time. So, so, <laughs> so I realize that's kind of they, they, hilarious. They don't do it intentionally, let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If their phone is left in the classroom, it's because an unknowing adult took it away from them and said, "Put the dang phone down," and uh, and then didn't realize they needed it to, you know, track blood sugar or whatever. But uh, yeah, you know, but. That said, if you want your child to not necessarily be that kid with the phone, um, the watch is, an, is a really good alternative. Yeah, so. according to this, uh, the new 14 Dynamic uh, Island thing, mm-hmm. now, I don't know if it's just on the 14 or not. Only on the Pro. Have, huh? Only on the Pro. 
So we won't have it on our phones Correct. with a new update. Right. No, our phones will still have the notch. The only phone that has the dynamic island is the 14 Pro and 14 Pro Max. Anyway, it says that's our answer to faster multitasking on the iPhone. Mm-hmm. Because apparently uh, you can tell whether some, some other thing comes up that you can switch back back to. You know, yeah, well, basically what it's doing easily. is giving you status of applications running in the background. So, like, yeah. if you're playing music in the background while you're browsing the Internet or something, at the top, in that in that dynamic island, it you'll be able to tap and it'll expand and you can adjust the volume mm-hmm. or skip to the next song or, or go back to the previous song. Or you can launch the full app and then have full control, you know, as an example. And so... Um, the idea of the dynamic island, I think, is is a big step fo- forward. We'll see how it actually plays out in, you know, yeah, in the so wild we, once it gets out there. I, I was thinking that was part of the iOS 16, but I guess not. No, it requires the the new device uh, because they've got a different uh, setup with the um, the sensors and things. You know, the the sensors and stuff that are inside that notch. On, right. the, on the older technology phones are spread out further, and so they can't work with the dynamic island the same way. So, yeah, yeah in fact, it was kind of tricky, too, because the way they saw it, you saw it when it was shrunk down to just the little pill shape, you know, when nothing was going on, shows you how small and how close the the um, the sensors are, the camera and stuff. But then right. when they expanded it, there was always like a, sp- a couple spots where it was just, blank there was blackness there and that's because that's where the lenses are but they didn't but they made it look like that whole thing was being used but they always had that one spot that nothing covered up because they couldn't cover it up there was no screen there right (laughs) that was pretty pretty clever they were very very clever yeah help them solve a problem that they couldn't solve some other way right well it turns it turns a problem of of Part of the screen is missing because we've got to put cameras and sensors there into a an advantage because now that's that's the place where you know you get all this extra information that can pop up and expand and shrink based on what you need, um, which I think is really cool use of that space. Um, Mm -hmm. It it did occur to me too, though, that you know that's where your camera and sensors are, and now you're telling me that you want me to reach up there and touch to to get information and data and interact with stuff and. So I'm going to have fingerprints and smudges all over my self, you know, my front-facing camera, and yeah. and sensors. So we'll see. Yeah, if, yeah. If you have a dirty hand, you you can mess up the image. Yeah, I would never ever touch my phone while eating lunch. <clears throat> <laughs> Nobody does that. Yeah. You know, everybody sets their phones aside for a meal, right? That's the appropriate thing to do. Of course. <laughs> so it says SharePlay is coming to messages. Uh, in iOS 15, SharePlay was kind of new. What that uh, and they did it basically. Um, uh, Apple TV allowed you to do it. And I think you did it through FaceTime, and so you could set up a FaceTime thing, and then it would synchronize watching a, a, a streamed show with the person that you were FaceTiming with. And it's actually kind of cool. I actually we actually did this with um, uh, one of our daughters um, in the evening. The, uh, because one of them's on the same coast as you, it's a little hard to synchronize stuff unless we do it in the middle of the day on the weekend. Um, but we sat and watched a movie. I don't even remember which one it was, or maybe it was an episode of one of the uh, a show. But uh, we did the share play so that she watched it on her end and we did it on our end. And then we had the FaceTime running simultaneously sitting there 
on the iPad so that we could chat with her about about the movie. And of course, most of the time we were watching the movie, so we didn't say or do anything. But every once in a while, it was funny to go, oh, can you believe that happened? And, you know, and interact a little bit. It was fun. You know, I don't know. I, I guess I don't quite get the share play. Why, why people would would enjoy a, a play or a movie or something more if, if you're watching it with somebody else. Well, I just explained it to you. We did it with our daughter. And we watched the movie, and for the most part, we were sitting there not saying or doing anything. But every once in a while, we're like, oh, I can't believe she said that, or that didn't happen. And so there was a little bit of an interaction, oh. you know. And what's interesting, too, is if either side decides to pause it because they need to go get something to eat or run to the restroom or something, it pauses for everybody. Oh, So okay. it's like, hey, we can all take a break, and then we can go back. Uh, or we can pause it and chat. And like, wow, did you just see that? What happened there? You know? Can you back it up? So um, I assume you can. I didn't do that. Uh, you know, since you can pause it, I don't see why you couldn't back it up. Um, but uh, it was, it was, you know, it's not something I would do a lot, but it was interesting. It was fun. To be honest, it's something that we, before SharePlay existed, we would get the the video to like, you know, right where it's ready to begin at, you know, two minutes and eight seconds in right past the introduction and then tell the other one, okay, play it. And then count down as you get to, you know, two minutes and eight seconds. And then we'd hit play and we'd pretty much synchronize it and watch it together. Anyway. So we had done that. It's something we did. And I think that's probably what Apple saw is people were doing it. So let's just, you know, make a way for it to work better. Yeah. So Uh it's actually kind of fun. Now I can see from your perspective where, you want to be able to stop and take a break whenever you want, and you might fall asleep during the movie, and your hearing is not that great to begin with, that having somebody talking on an iPad while a movie's going on would be irritating. You know, yeah. <laughs> I think that it, you know, a lot of it has to do with your watching habits. It, it, you sure know me. I have to have the pause button or my finger close to it all the time because mom's going to say something, and then after I pause, she says, I was talking to the dog. Or I was talking to the screen. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, I do that too. I do that too because you know it's like, I you know we're going to have a conversation, then stop the movie. I, I'm not going to try to keep track of what's going on on. Well, and you know it depends on what you're watching too. There are some things where you can watch it sort of casually. There's other things where like, like if it's sort of a you know a whodunit type of thing or something like that, where you really got to pay attention because if you miss a scene, you may miss the clues. Yeah. Right. Well, the other. The other signal from me to mom is if I'm turning the volume on the TV set up to 13, that's because I'm watching it. Yeah. If I turn it down to eight, then she's watching it by herself. <laughs> yeah. It's like. And I don't want to have it interfere with my, my hearing through the hearing aid. You know? Right. Yeah. So, if, if the volume gets down to a certain threshold, then you're like, I'm not paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So, well, you know, each each family and each, you know. Uh, cohabitating unit, right? But each each unit of cohabitants, right? Whether it be an extended family or 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 you know just two people, like in our house, it's just two people, just like you. But we all have our watching habits. Like there are certain things that I come out into the living room and watch with my wife, but there's a whole bunch of stuff that she watches in the living room that I don't have any interest in watching whatsoever. So I either Uh go to my office. And I can watch television there or I can do something else on my computer or I can sit here and read or whatever I want to do. Or I go back to my bedroom and I can watch. So, you know. 
Well, and sometimes I just want it to be quiet when I read. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then and then I want brightness in the room so I can see. Right. Yeah. That's a big deal is how much light is illuminating the space, right? Especially yeah. when you're trying to read. But, you know, it's it's you, that's when you use your... Um, your uh, sound noise canceling uh, earbuds, right? Put those in, and that blocks out a lot of the noise. Well, if or I'm just not tr- using my hearing aids, I'll be like, uh, "Oh, that's use, your that's your I option, use, right? Just turn off well, the hearing aids, and then you're not hearing anything anyway." Well, not necessarily. If I want to, if I want to listen to some music, I will oftentimes put in uh, my buds, earbuds, right? Because they're better quality. I mean, in terms of uh, sound, right? You know. So, uh, anyway, I, I like to use those mostly at night mm-hmm. I can listen while my wife sleeps, you know, yeah. don't, don't disrupt her. And, uh, yeah, I do that occasionally, but you know, when I use mine the most is when I am working around the house or working in the yard, that's when, or if I'm on a walk. I yeah. will put my earbuds in and then, uh, and, and very often it's not even music. It's, it's a podcast. But yeah, that's yeah, when too. that's when I you know when I'm out mowing the yard or raking up the yard or whatever I always have earbuds in when I'm doing and, that. And a lot of people use it while they're out walking or jogging. You know. Yeah, yeah, I do that too. So anyway, um... so safety check is something they've added in, and safety check is a new feature intended to be helpful for people in abusive relationships. It lets you review and reset who has access to your location information as well as passwords, messages, and other apps on the iPhone. So that's interesting because they've now basically corralled it all into one place. You know, used to be you could, you could always go and check that stuff, but it was in lots of different places. You had to hunt around on your phone to find like, well, where my, my passwords are here, my messages are here, you know, here's here's my, my phone log and here's my uh, ac- you know access to my information or my location. Now you can go in and uh, uh, set all that stuff in one spot. And, you know, if you're in an abusive relationship and not a techie, you know. Yeah. That's, that's Are you still on thing. the article we had for iOS 16? I am. I just scrolled down. I went past SharePlay, and now I'm at Safety Check. And we that was just one paragraph, so it's quick and easy. Safety Check. Huh. Yeah, it's underneath a picture of a woman standing on uh, Start Emergency Reset is what it says. So there's like a mm-hmm. one button that will go through and stop sharing, and it'll it'll basically cut off all of that information. So that, uh, you know, I went through to the bottom and missed it, I guess. Yeah. And then after safety check is focus mode updates and focus filters. So, um, uh, focus behaviors, uh, they're adjusting how it works with like the widgets and the lock screen. So you could have a lock screen that's specific for when you're at work and another lock screen that is specific for like, uh, when you're at the gym. And so, mm-hmm. you know, whatever your focus is. So like on the gym one, you might want to put your, your exercise rings on your lock screen. But when you're at work, you may care about like, uh, you know, calendar appointments and, and weather. Um, and so those things, that's kind of interesting. I don't know if you've played around with focus at all or not. I've got a couple different focuses set up on my phone. Obviously, there's one at night when I'm sleeping. Um, there's one, the default one when you drive your car. Uh, but I created one just hang out during the day one, and then also one for when I'm coaching. 
Ah, well, you're really into it. Yeah, so I've got uh, – well, the coaching one's nice because um, at one point I had set up, like, you know, block all notifications. Don't bother me. Uh-huh. I'm coaching. But then I realized that where I coach, there's a gate with a pin code to get in. And at least early in the season, I always have parents calling me near the end of practice going – how do I get in? What's the pin code? I'm stuck out here trying to get into you guys. <laughs> and so I said, well, wait a minute. I, gotta, I can't be blocking all my messages. I mean, I don't want to be distracted from what I'm doing when I'm coaching. But by the same token, you know, I don't want parents not picking up their kids because they're stuck, you know, a mile away at the gate. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, so we had to do some adjustments on that, um, yeah. you know, as to what information comes through. Um. Apple Maps adds transit fare cards. That's interesting. So if you're a person who uses the public trans- transportation systems, you can now load your transit card into into uh, your phone. And uh, and then also, oh, so you can get to it within Apple Maps. I think they've had it in the wallet for some time. Yeah. And so a lot of places do that. I know a lot of colleges do their, um, their uh, food cards through Apple yeah. Wallet now too. So like, you know, when you go to uh you know, whether you your meal plan, whatever meal plan you've purchased through your college, you can uh manage that through there. iCloud family checklist. iCloud gets several features updates. Uh the option to quickly set up a new device for your child. When quick setup appears, you have the option to pick a user for the new device and use all the existing parental controls that you previously have selected and configured. Um that's interesting. Yeah, so that's handy. You know, I mean, if you've got kids and you want to set up the devices for them and, and set limits on them. Um, it says there's a new family checklist with tips for updating settings for your kids as they get older, like reminder to check location sharing settings or share your iCloud, iCloud, iCloud Plus subscriptions. So, uh, oh, that's nice. So at least there's a checklist of, hey, here's the things you should be looking at for your 10-year-old versus your 14-year-old versus your, you know, whatever. Um, You know, I think that's one of the things that's still been a little difficult on the iPhone is configuring an iPhone for a child and and limiting how much they use. Now, I say that I don't have kids that are that age that I manage, whereas my sister does, right? And so the phones that she has for her kids, she limits the they use that right they limit their access to things i i don't know i assume they do so i haven't talked to her about it so but you know like if i had a kid that a you know if i had a kid i would probably at a certain time of night you know basically put their phone in sleep mode and just say you can't use your phone i don't want you you know sneaking your phone out at night in fact i would probably in our house set up a, like, everybody puts their phone on charging stations down, you know, on a table by the front door. Certain so not, time, right? They're not, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like at nighttime, the phones go here, and they're not in your room and in your bed. So if I walk by, you know, and, and when I go to bed, if the, if the phones aren't all sitting there, I know it, you know? Right, right. Yeah, yeah I, I would think that'd be a mandatory thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know I, I see kids uh, I, I coach the high school level and i hear kids talking about yeah i was up at two o'clock this morning you know and i'm like what? you know so you know very often they were doing homework but you know they were probably texting and chatting with friends and doing all kinds of other stuff too so i don't know you got to find a balance somewhere right yeah yeah so 
Anyway, this article, uh, I'm having difficulty following with what you're finding in the article. I don't know what's going wrong here because I, I just can't find some of these things you're, okay. you're finding in here. Well, that was the end of the article. I went oh. to the bottom of it. iCloud Family Checklist was the last thing. So the next Pictures thing. are still waiting for, let's see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the next thing up is iPhone 14 Pro Galaxy Z Fold show how Apple and Samsung are rethinking phones. So they're saying that the iPhone 14 is a rethink of phones because of the dynamic island. I'm not sure. I think that I would say that's a feature. That's not necessarily a rethinking of phones. But, you know, again, nobody has one in their hands yet, at least that, that they're allowed to talk about. I suppose there's probably some reviewers that ha are embargoed until they start shipping. Yeah. So. Well, it's 19th is the ship date, right? Uh, it's this Friday. I think it's the 16th. Well, I did see something said they're shipping some of them early. No, the sixteenth is the ship date. So, I mean, 16th? yeah, what they said the, the the what they said about today is is that people are starting to show that their status says they've been shipped, but they're not going to arrive until the sixteenth. Although I will say, I back on I think it was the iPhone four because I didn't have a four S, so it was the iPhone four. The iPhone was supposed to release on a, a, a day. I don't remember which one it was. I got mine two days early. Hmm. I picked it up from the AT&T store and the guy gave it to me early. I showed up there early and he just gave it to me. He says, yeah, they're here. And he handed one to me. <laughs> and so I'm like, yeah. yay. <laughs> and I, I paid and got out of there as quick as I possibly could. He says, you need help setting it up? I went, nope. <laughs> Thank you very uh, much. Goodbye. By the way, I, I, I flipped way back in the past here and I had sent you a, a picture of a guy driving a Tesla that had a hitch uh, carriage on it oh, yeah. with, a, with a generator and a couple of tanks of gas so that he could generate enough electricity to drive his car down the road. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's a hoax because I don't think that even creates enough current for to, to do anything. But uh, Well, and I, and I don't think the plug is back there anyway, aren't they up in front? Uh, no, well, I don't know actually where they are. I thought they were on the rear fender, sort of like a lot of gas tanks, but they might be on the front fender too. I don't know. Honestly, I don't have a Tesla. Yeah, I, th I think it was a hoax, but uh, but I've seen similar things where people have done that, where they put a you know mounted a generator on a Tesla just to to make fun of it. Well, so. but but you know what struck a lot of people funny was uh, when uh, uh, Gavin Newsom came out and told people that they uh, you know after after pushing electric vehicles uh, almost the next day he said. Cut, cut off your electricity. You can only use it for this or this in certain times. <laughs> yeah, now, yeah. That's what, when this thing came out, I think. Yeah. Well, what happened was, yeah, they, they in California, they, he signed a bill saying that after 2030, you won't be able to sell uh, uh, combustion engines in the in California anymore, cars. So that all cars will have to be uh, something other than a an internal combustion engine, and so um, you know, and that's you know, seven years away, so eight, seven and a half. We'll see between now and then if that actually happens. But, um, yeah, and then we're also, you know, we were in the middle of a heat wave where we were getting, you know, triple digits sometimes into the 115, 120 de degree days. So people were running air conditioners. And so in order to stop flex 
uh, they they have a flex alert, which means that they can then start doing rolling blackouts and shutting off power to certain areas. And they yeah. generally shut it off for like an hour and then go to the next one because, you know, they, they could be it, causing stress on, on health, you know, health problems for people if they left it off more than that. Um, but what they did is they they called the flex alert but didn't do any rolling blackouts. But, yeah, that happened within a few days of, of – or within a couple of weeks of, of him announcing that we were going to go to all electric and people did see the irony in that here as well, going like, Oh, you want us to all go to electric. And yet now you're telling us don't use any electric. The irony is that a fair number of electric vehicles can, if you've got them already charged sitting in your driveway, reverse direction and use that charge to power your house. So they actually could help if you charge them up overnight. And then in the middle of the day when it's, uh, uh, 110. Use the power in your car to chart to 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 run your air conditioners. So, yeah. In fact, that in fact that ought to be the way that uh, things work. When you plug it in at the house, it's it works for both the house as well as the car. Yeah, yeah. Well, once once the car has got a full charge, if it's charged up, then it should be able to provide power back to the house if it needs it. Right? It should go either way based on need. Yeah, but. If if your if your uh, electricity is is uh, not generated by uh, 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 dinosaurs, I guess oil, yeah. gas, right? Then then you can only get it if it's windy or sunny. So it's mm-hmm. very limited time. Windy or sunny, or if the water's flowing, because you know a lot yeah. of hydroelectric is still generated too. Well, I mean, it depends it, on your source. They're run, running out of. Uh, Ponds or lakes, yeah, uh, that are dammed up in California yeah. now. Hoover so Dam is a big electrical generator, but the the lake right behind there is is shrunk so much that they're finding bodies from Las Vegas. Yeah, so I don't know. It's a yeah. bad situation when you're running out of water. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, remember we talked about that the other day about the California. Uh, going to cover their canals with solar panels. That's right. Yeah. Which made well, me, which still begs the question to me is why are you putting solar panels on them? Why aren't you just putting water wheels in there and let the water wheels generate the electricity? That water moves fairly fast and there's a lot of force there. Just use yeah, it. Yeah. And it's got to come downhill. No yeah. How you look. I mean, gravity is moving it already. So just use that. I don't, yeah. un- I don't understand why that's a th- not a thing, you know? And I know that, you know, when they bring it into LA, they pump it up the grapevine, and then gravity brings it back down. On the downside, well, are we using that gravity to generate power that then that then at least offsets the cost of the yeah. pumping it up the hill on the other side? Well, no. I, regarding the covering the canals, that that was really to deal with the evaporation issue, right? And which I, is it, a lot more substantial than most people think. You know? Oh, absolutely. And and if you're going to cover them, you might as well cover them with. Uh, uh, something that's going to have a second benefit, right? Like generating some electricity. Right. Um, so I, I'm not knocking that, but I'm just saying you've got a lot of moving water there. In addition to covering them with solar panels, why not stick some water wheels in there? And, and I mean, I, I guess I need to do some research and figure out why more, more, you know, we always seem to want to dam the water up in order to create enough pressure to spin a generator, but water wheels were used several hundred years ago to create energy to do things. Why That's can't right. we stick why can't we stick a generator on that? 
you yeah. know. Uh, by the way, I just got a notice that I'm at five percent on my iPad. That, that tells you something about my battery situation. Yeah, it kind of it goes over a cliff. And in fact, it made a funny noise in my ear. Maybe you heard it. I didn't. No. You know what you need to do is set up a, and this is a wild and crazy thing I understand, but use an outlet to plug it in while you're using it in the office. An outlet to plug it in? Yes. It doesn't have to be running on batteries when you're sitting in your office. There is electricity in your office, is there not? Yeah, but I've got my headphones plugged in. Oh, that's right. We went through this before. You've only got one power. You've only got one USB-C port. You need the little splitter so that you can plug it into the wall and have your headphones in simultaneously. Yeah, there's always something else, and I don't have a splitter like that between the uh, USB three cables. Yeah, it's, know, I don't. Well, it's a, US, a USB-C is what you need. It's a USB-C. BC, yeah. Yeah, but it's three C, right? Doesn't matter. You, I mean, it's. Power yeah. and a headphone. It, you could it could be USB two over USB C connector. You don't need very much bandwidth at all. Yeah. Well, it's the only connector I got on this iPad. So <laughs> anyway, my iPad. I, I'm getting to where I charge it about four times a day now. So it it's about to crash. I hope they come up with a new one here pretty soon. Yeah. That I want. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's, I, I, I suspect you're a month away from them coming out with a new one. To be honest, well, I, even if you bought the one that they've got out right now, you probably would be thrilled. I mean, the the M1 is going to be pretty amazing. Yeah. But, well, I always hope to get the best, you know, when I whenever I upgrade. It's not like you want to buy an iPad every year. Yeah. I don't. So I just sent you a $12... USB-C splitter designed for power and headphones. Uh, okay, let me get down here. Use that oh, can... use that Amazon account before you cancel it. Bounce back. It went clear to the top. That's ridiculous. I went down to the bottom. I hit it too hard, and the stupid thing went clear back to the top. I've had that anyway. happen before, too. That's really weird sometimes when you're scrolling in your messages and suddenly you touch something, and I don't know what it is, but it, like, jumps way back up to the top. I've hey. had to... Yeah. Okay. Only 12 bucks. That's a, that's a good deal. Yeah. One of them is for your headphones, and the other one's just for power. I suspect that either one will work for either, but they've got it labeled that way just so that you understand what it can be used for. But either way, there it is. Okay. Well, thank you, and uh, I'm probably better quit while I can still talk to you. <laughs> it's 4% now. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Once it gets down to the single digits, it goes pretty quick. I think it's like the gas you know, on your car, the gas tank. You know, I don't know about your yeah. cars, but my cars, it's like I fill them up and it stays full for like two days of driving and then it slowly starts to go down. And when it gets down, when, once it gets past half, that second half goes really fast. Well, it, that, that tells you that they put in a real cheap uh, fuel level mechanism and it's probably on a tilt arm or something that's suddenly. A, yeah, well, you know, I think I think the gauge is set up so that it's not like like when the gauge is at 50 percent. The actual uh, tank is probably at like you know twenty five or thirty percent, and it and it just you know it so it doesn't necessarily align perfectly. 
Um, but it really doesn't matter once you kind of know how your gauge works, you're fine. You know, mm-hmm. every car is a little different, but it is weird that, that, I mean, that seems to be the norm. Hmm. So, so, uh, Hmm. You know what? I'm looking at this one and it says it's got issues. People are saying it causes a lot of buzzing and noise and stuff on it. So let's find a better adapter for you. Oh, this adapter's got a bad rating. Yeah. Not, uh, not well reviewed as I looked down below. They said, well, it's making buzzes and humming and stuff on the, on the headphones. And so I, that, you know, sound quality is, is important. Oh, I see. There's the ratings. Yeah. Does not work straight from the box. Yeah. The very first comment is that, but there are other ones too that, that, uh, so that's the thing about buying stuff on Amazon is, um, you know, I'm not yeah. always, I don't always trust the ratings because some, you know, if you start reading the ratings and the comments all sort of sound the same, then I think they're fake ratings. But by the same token, I check them all the time and I see how many there are. Cause you know, if there's 50 or 60 or even a couple hundred, that's easy to fake. If there's a thousand or more or a couple thousand or 10,000, then, you know, like, okay, Odds are they yeah. didn't fake that. You know, that's that's the number. That's a lot of people. So, yeah. Um, well, that's why I hate sometimes to buy stuff. I think a lot of people don't even send stuff back when it fails after they've ordered it, you know, unless it exceeds a certain threshold. And so, consequently, they end up losing. Yeah. Anyway, there's several other splitters down yeah. here at the bottom. Cost I sent, a little bit more. Yeah, I sent you a link to another one instead of twelve dollars at sixteen dollars, and it seems to have better reviews. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, this one, the third one that I'm going to send you has over a thousand ratings on it, and it's sixteen dollars, and uh, and so I would say that's probably the one I would get. Yeah, you don't have to worry about space on that one. It's got the separate yeah. cables. Yeah. Did you see the third one that I sent? It looks just like the second one in yeah, terms of Yeah, design. I went over there, and I'm going to yeah. look at the ratings for that. Yeah, see that seems to have better ratings, and there's a lot of them. Yeah. So that that also indicates that it's been out a while. Yep. You know, if there's more ratings. So um, less issues. And it supports the uh, 18 watt fast charging, which which is good because the iPod or the uh, iPad uses that higher uh, amperage yep. uh, connector. So I think that's probably the best one. Always smart to do a little bit of research. Yep. Well, so. they they're separately labeled though, with the lightning on one for charging, and then the headphones on the other one. So right again, I suspect that they're identical, but if not, it doesn't matter. They are labeled. But yep. um, but my guess is they put the labels on there just so that people know that's what you can use them for, and it doesn't really matter which one's which. They're both USB-C ports. But one of them, they might have saved a buck, and on the one that's charging, they only have connectors or wires for for uh, for the power and not for data. Who knows? Yeah. So anyway, been ordered. We'll be here on the 17th. Awesome. You got the USB-C. USB-C splitter, ad trip, USB-C headphone and charge adapter, type C, splitting audio and charging adapter compatible with Samsung Galaxy, blah, 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 blah. 
because that's oh, a really I, easy to remember I see. name. Oh, Fort September fourteenth, free prime delivery. Ah, perfect. That's what that ten dollars a month. That's only is. two days from now. <laughs> you have to wait two days. If you got it from Walmart, they'd Walmart they'd probably deliver it today. Hey, I'm at two percent, Todd. So goodbye. <laughs> Guess it's time to say goodbye. <laughs> so I'll start the closing music. Thanks for joining us, and we'll be back again next week. All righty. Bye. Bye. Bye.